Some say Chinese is one of the most difficult languages in the world, and learning it is almost impossible. So learning Chinese, the most difficult thing. So I'm sort of tone deaf. I can't really hear them. I think the cultural mindset is the biggest complication for the grammar. It's just complicated so much. Only because you're not learning it in the right way. Why not try Takeaway Chinese, where you can take some Chinese away and experience progress day by day. Take away Chinese. We will promise you a difference. Welcome to Takeaway Chinese. I'm Yao Honglin. With me on the show today, Georgia Masset. Hello, Georgia. Welcome to the show. As always, great pleasure having you. Hello, everyone. 大家好 It's always so nice to be here. Georgia, I think I've asked you the question, but you have two nationalities, right? Yes, exactly. French and Italian. Hmm. So, being someone with two identities when it comes to countries, you must be the living example of cultural exchange, even sometimes cultural shock a little bit, transferring from one amazing country to another, and let alone the fact that you have a great interest in Chinese language and culture. Yes, exactly. Even though Italy and France are really close, so they have similar cultures,、uh, there are many differences I have been able to see. And especially、uh, the both countries、uh, with China or others, there are so many interesting differences to tackle, and I think it's so fun sometimes. Yeah, totally. And China and France actually have shared this great relationship among both countries and their peoples, and we do have a lot of similarities, like you said. For example, both countries have long histories, which means that there are a lot of historical relics, historical references in the language. You have a lot of allusions you can use in your daily expressions, and of course, I'm happy to see both countries have these. Similarity in the good taste of really great food. So we have this long and great culinary culture, and all these things come together.、It、makes me feel like both countries should be and are really good friends, and both peoples should have a lot of in common and have much to talk about. I was just about to say that I think that the culinary. Especially in the in the cuisine,、uh, French and China are really similar、uh, in different ways, but they are culinary superpowers and also <laughs> cultural. I love that expression, culinary superpowers. <laughs> yes, but before diving into <laughs> culinary, perhaps today we can start talking about the similarities and differences in both countries' ritual. Routines and everyday custom, including social etiquette, and I hope our dear listeners out there would find these episodes interesting. So, for you, if you're interested in Chinese culture and in this case French culture, you want to get a grips on the Chinese language, then this is the show for you. Stick with us for thirty minutes, and you soon see the rewards. And for more fun Chinese learning, follow our Facebook page, Learn Chinese, to watch many fun videos and live streams. But now. Let's provide you with some free Chinese for takeaway. Hey, 我终于见到你了，欢迎你来法国。你好，哎，你这是在干什么？
这是贴面礼，在我们这儿是一个常见的和好朋友打招呼的方式。哦，在中国，我们通常只是握手或者拥抱一下。嘿，我终于见到你了，欢迎你来法国。你好，哎，你这是在干什么？这是贴面礼，在我们这儿是一个常见的和好朋友打招呼的方式。哦，在中国，我们通常只是握手或者拥抱一下。C。That's the conversation I think we'll have when I arrive at France. Except that I won't have a problem having 贴面礼 with you. Exactly at all. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so let's practice the conversation so you can correctly saying and using it when I arrive at Paris or Nice. Okay, so for the first sentence, Hey, 我终于见到你了，欢迎你来法国。So hey, I am finally seeing you. Welcome to France. Great sentence. Very useful. You can change the key word and use it to welcome friends from afar, anywhere. So hey, hey, it's hey in in English. Yeah, it is hey in English. So do you have a hey in French? Uh, we use salut. Salut. Oh yeah, but salut is more like salut. Yeah, salut is more like hello. I guess hey oui. is much is much <laughs> more casual. So it's even like a sound, in my opinion. Yes, I would say it. It. Oh, really? But yes, it's something we use talking, but you wouldn't find it written no nowhere. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, but I think hey, definitely,、uh, you see the character here in the Chinese language, and it's not only used in the occasion of saying hello. If you are surprising someone, for example, if I sneak from、mm -hmm. the back of you and tap you on the shoulder and say hey. It's like getting your attention. <laughs> That's how "hey" is used, and sometimes we even use "hey" to stress a point. For example, "Hey, 真是你呀 So it's like we've already seen each other and recognized each other, and instead of saying "ay ya," oh, we're using "hey." So it's more like a sound, stressing that "oh, I am impressed" or "surprised," or it's just the feeling is a little bit stronger than usual. That's the idea of "hey." Oh, okay.、Uh, so not just as the English "hey." No, it's a little bit more than that. And then "what?" I. Yes, 终于 Don't you finally at last?、Mm -hmm. This is also a very common one, and uh, uh, the same as in English. 终于 carries the meaning of oh, after this long time, this is finally happening. So 终于 for example, 这节课终于结束了 Oh, this class is finally over. This is something I say a lot. Yeah, I know. Or 终于下班了 I'm finally off work. Yeah, that's something I say a lot. So that's how Zhongyu is used. <laughs> And 见到 uh, to meet. Hmm. So 见 is to see, to meet. And 到 definitely is finally get to like the action of the verb is here. The result of the action is here. Exactly. Hmm. So 见到你 Uh, you, I'm finally seeing you. Yes, love suggests that this has happened. 欢迎 
Welcome. Welcome. Actually, if you're in China, you would be able to see Huanying in a lot of places. On the front doors, sometimes I think it's a very traditional way of decorating or of signifying the welcome to guests, to clients, to customers. But sometimes on a glass door of a shopping mall or sometimes a supermarket, you get to see the Chinese character Huanying on it. So it's a piece of paper sticking on it, or something like that, to put up a sign or something. And also, if someone is visiting a place with a lot of, let's say, sometimes students or employee, they would come out and shout out "Huanying, Huanying, 热烈欢迎 Again, a very, very traditional way. But this suggests that "huanying" we know is welcome. 热烈欢迎 is a warm welcome. So welcome, welcome.、Oh, we warmly welcome you. Something like that. <laughs> this is so nice. <laughs> yes, it's again very traditional. And then we have. I also see it in France、uh, when I arrive at the airport. It's written in Chinese. "Huanying." Lovely. See, you already have seen it, and you know how to use it in the future. You. Yes, and 来呃、uh, to come to come 法国 France yes so we know China 中国 France 法国 and then do you know how to say Italy 呃、uh, Italy Italy and then we also have uh the United Kingdom being 英国 the United States of America being 美国美国 so you get to see that sometimes、uh, a country's name would have the character 国 Which is literally country or nation in it. Sometimes it does not, and usually, if the country's, let's say, if it's a two-character word being used as the name of a country, we would have the character "guo" in it. But if it's more than two characters, usually you don't have "guo" anymore. You can say, for example, "Italy guo." People would understand, but it's definitely not a standard. Chinese, or let's say, very sophisticated Chinese. Okay, and then we have 你好，哎，你这是在干什么 ？So hello, wait a moment. What are you doing right now? <laughs> Perfect. 你好，嗯，你好 ，hello, hi. Mm-hmm. So you good? That's like the very, very, very first word you see or you <laughs> learn in Chinese. <laughs> yes, 你好，哎。Uh, is it, it, it used like a surprise interaction? Wait a moment. So what is happening? Great, perfect. That is exactly what it means. It's a sound suggesting surprising. Okay.、Uh, <laughs> wait on me is you and this、uh, is in doing what? I think it's all together. But let's say this is first.、Uh, this is. Uh-huh. In at the moment, is it used in this moment? It is also to stay.、Mm-hmm. It, it's a complicated one. Zai actually here suggesting that something is happening right now. It's talking about the right nowness of it. I don't. I know it's not、mm-hmm. standard English to say right nowness, but the idea is that Zai suggests we are talking about something that is happening. But you can't hardly translate Zai directly to a word or something. So. It's a preposition. It suggests this feeling, but、mm-hmm. you have to translate it in the context or with other words together. Okay, so yes, it's very punctual.、Mm-hmm. And then, 干什么 Uh, what? Uh, what is happening? Yes, exactly. It would be do what. Hmm. So yes, 什么 it's what. 
So exactly, it is kind of like do what. So 在干什么 doing what? A little bit like that. So 你这是在干什么 What are you doing right now? What is happening? What 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 what? Something like that. <laughs> This picture is a surprise, but not in a very good way. <laughs> That's true. And then 这是贴面礼，在我们这儿是一个常见的和好朋友打招呼的方式。这是贴面礼。在我们这儿是一个常见的和好朋友的招呼的方式。So this is la bise. It's a very common way of greeting very good friends here. 嗯，这是。So this is. 嗯哼，贴面礼。贴面礼 ，our word of today, la bise. La bise. Give a kiss on both cheeks. Yeah. Okay. Ah,、uh, let me get it straight first. Is this kiss on someone's cheek or sticking two cheeks together or touching two cheeks together? Yes, it's touching two cheeks. It would be weird to <laughs> to actually kiss the cheek of someone, but I think it's done differently by different people, right? Because sometimes you would touch others' cheek with yours and、uh, make the sound "mwah" as like as if you're kissing their faces, but sometimes you would actually. I would say touch someone's cheek a little bit with your lips. Sometimes there's just this very gentle, you know, touching with each other's faces. What exactly is the bees? Well, what I do is that I touch my cheek、uh, with the other and I pretend to kiss the air.、Uh, I never actually kiss someone's cheek, and it would be weird for me. But I know that a lot of people actually do that. But you need to be close friends. Uh, first, well, labies. It's something you can do even to complete strangers. That's super cool. I'm glad that I finally got all of my confusion about labies from someone who actually is grown with this culture. Very glad to know. <laughs> Clearing the air, and、uh, because、uh, the word in Chinese tie carries the meaning of stick or putting something up or basically、mm-hmm. touching one thing with another thing. And mian carries the meaning of face.、Mm-hmm. Literally, it is actually surface, but here it means face. And li is a li or li jie, so a ritual or a way of greeting each other. And tie is actually I feel like it's a very cute and very intimate、uh, word because nowadays in the Chinese internet, for example, a lot of young people would say tie tie. So it's a little bit like touch, touch, or yes, or I am、uh, getting close to you. I am standing next to you, shoulder by shoulder, very, very close, and it shows this kind of intimacy and this kind of closeness. Oh, this is so nice, Tietje. Tietje, it's very cute, and I think whenever I hear the word Tietje, I will think of Lebis. Because it's literally touching one's face with your own face. It's like you guys are very close, and、uh, you're showing the intimacy. Yeah, but this is so nice, and also the word carries the touching each other's cheek, but in a very gentle way, in a very delicate. Labis is very, very delicate. It's not too intrusive. Yeah, totally. Tietie is as well very delicate, and it's more like a gesture of I really like you, and I wanna be. Politely, but really keenly showing this likeness.、Mm-hmm. This is so nice.、Mm-hmm. And then we have 在、uh, to stay, to be at, 
to be end. In this case, yes, it's actually a different kind of meaning because we know the previous zai suggests that something is happening at this exact moment, but this zai suggests that at this place. So it always carries a little bit of at somewhere or exactly. someone. Woman, us, us or we or our depends. Jar, jar here in this place. In this place, she is 一个玩常见的呃常见的 often. Yes, often or common to see. So commonplace and 常 carries the meaning of often. 见 is Look or see, so 常见 commonplace. The we know apostrophe s. He is with 好朋友 very good friends, very good friends. 打招呼打招呼 to greet to greet. Okay, I'm going to ask you why are we using 打打呃、uh, it's a、uh, before. It literally means uh to hit, but I think here it's used to、uh, express the way of greeting, so the action of moving up.、Uh, Is it correct? You are good, you know, Georgia. You're a very smart student, and you know all these answers to the hard questions because actually the word or the verb da is quite often seen in a lot of Chinese expressions, a lot of Chinese words. Yet, like you said, the original meaning of da is to hit, but the actual using of da varies quite a lot with different words, different expressions, different correlations. For example, we know 打招呼 here, of course, means to greet each other, and yes, suggesting that this movement, there is a movement, is quite important. For example, we say 打篮球 play basketball. And we don't say 打足球 we say 踢足球 kick football, because by saying you mainly use your hands, actually mean hands are involved. So for the action that hands are involved,、yes. that actually a movement is made, the verb or the character 打 is much often used. On top of 打篮球 we also have, for example, 打电话打电话 to make a phone call. Yes, and previously, well. Actually, till nowadays, when you have to 打电话 unless you're using Siri or something, you have to use your hand to dial the number. So a movement or an action requiring the using of your hand is done, is carried out, and that is why here we see the verb、mm-hmm. 打 being used again for future references. Whenever you see a phrase or a verb with the character da in it, you should definitely just remember it and try not to create your own da something kind of phrase because it might be wrong. But just remember <laughs> those that you meet; it will be useful to collect them and to enrich your vocabulary. Yes, this is so useful. It's those little differences to actually enrich your vocabulary and better Chinese. Glad you think so. And then, 方式 manner way. Exactly, a、uh, manner, way of doing things, style, but more in the sense of doing stuff. So yes, ways. And then, oh, 在中国我们通常只是握手或者拥抱一下 So oh, uh, in China we usually just shake hands or give each other a hug. Exactly. Oh, oh, I wouldn't use this as a surprise, but ah,、oh, really. Exactly, I think your understanding about it is quite right because today's conversation contains more than, well, actually three sound words. Each sound would carry a different meaning, and to be honest, some sound words have multiple meanings. 
So again, I say this a lot on Takeaway Chinese that the Chinese language is a high context language. You often have to understand or interpret or basically translate the meaning of a word or a sound or a sentence based on the context. So that's very important. And do now we are learning three different ones. You can try to understand them in your daily conversations, which can be very helpful. So this all, like Georgia has just said, can mean a little bit of surprise or a little bit of ah, okay, I get it, kind of meaning. Yes, and I think that these、uh, sound words are so useful to actually understand, even without having、uh, some images. Just reading the dialogue, we can picture the faces of persons, their reaction. They're so useful. <laughs> yes, and then we have 在中国 in China. Uh-huh.、Mm-hmm. Woman,、uh, we are、uh, us. Yes, 通常 uh, usually, 只是 uh, it's only only 握手 Wash out to the action of shaking hands. Yes, wash out means handshake, but actually, show we know is hand. What is the movement or the action of putting two hands together? So, actually, the Chinese word wash out does not contain the meaning of shaking. It's more like hands meeting each、mm-hmm. other. I guess that's、oh, why、okay. sometimes when Chinese people shake hands, they don't really shake hands. They just Put their hands together. Really, I mean the action, the actual movement of hands meeting is the same. It's just we don't have a lot. Well, it depends. Sometimes if you are very enthusiastic and you really, really love to see the other person, you have to shake it. Of course, you shake it quite so much, but it's okay to not shake it. <laughs> I don't know if it's the reason、okay. for this word, but that's the situation. And then we have 或者或者 or 嗯哼拥抱 Uh, to give a hug to embrace someone, exactly, and both the character Yong and Bao carries the meaning of hugging or embrace each other, like you said, and that's the thing. When it comes to the Chinese verbs, we've already briefly mentioned that many Chinese verbs are composed with two characters, and often there are these two structures. The first one being the two characters are both. Verb characters and they mean similar things, and together they mean their similar or shared meaning. So here, yong both yong and bao carries the meaning of hugging, and yong bao means to hug. And there's another way of forming a verb that is having a verb kind of character and a noun kind of character, like wo shou shake hands. Yes. So wo carries the not shaking in this case, but at least meeting. The verb kind of character, and then show is the noun kind of character, so the hand. And you have to kind of, after a while, I think, um, will be able to identify each characters to understand better the meaning of the verb as well as the words, and knowing better how to use them in the conversation. Yeah, this is a、uh, a very specific ch- Chinese in the Chinese language. I haven't seen it anywhere, but it makes total sense. You can't. Actually, separate them, and they make so much sense together.、Mm. Yes, I agree. And then we have 一下 a little bit, so a gentle hug, a quick hug. Yes, a gentle hug, a quick hug. Perfect. All right. So here's the conversation. Do you have any questions? I wanted to ask you. I don't know if it、uh, makes sense. The two words we've seen to see common and usually, so Changjian、um, and Tongchang, are they some way interchangeable? 
Oh, that is a good question. But sorry, I don't think they're that interchangeable. Changjian is more like a adjective. You use it to describe a scenario that is common、mm-hmm. because we know Changjian is literally commonplace or often seen. Chang often, Jian seen. So you can say, "Ah, this problem is very common. This problem is very common. This is common to see." Whereas "tongchang" is usually it is used to describe a verb or it's used as a adverb. So we usually don't do this. We don't usually do this. Ah, he usually does not late. So in short, 常见 is a adjective, whereas 通常 is a adverb. 常见 is used to describe a situation that is common to see, whereas 通常 is used to describe or used to say usually something something. Okay, this makes total sense. They carry similar、uh, meanings, but they are used in very different situations. Yes. Okay, so now let's practice the conversation. Of course, and、uh, I guess. Definitely, you are going to be the one who's welcoming me to France. Exactly. Hey, 我终于见到你了。欢迎你来法国。你好。哎，你这是在干什么？这是见面礼。在我们这儿是一个常见的和好朋友打招呼的方式。哦、oh, ，在中国，我们通常只是握手或者拥抱一下。You're listening to Takeaway Chinese with myself, Neil Holly, and Georgia Masut. We would love to hear from you. Send us your thoughts via email to learnchinese@cri.com.cn. Coming up next, let's learn about greetings in China and France, as well as other similarities and differences in both cultures. Don't go away, so you will take some Chinese away. Welcome back to Takeaway Chinese. I'm Neil Holin, joined by Georgia. So, Georgia, how do people in France greet each other on top of la bise, 贴面礼 Well, usually in la bise, it's something cliche, but it's really, really used.、Uh, it's I grew up in Italy, and it's something that we don't、uh, do a lot. We only do it between very close friends. And something that I've seen in France, and it was、uh, not shocking, but a little strange. Is that complete strangers really come close to you because they want to kiss you on the cheeks, and it's something completely normal. But sometimes, whether it's you're in a hurry, you can、uh, shake hands if you're just meeting someone. But it's not something very used. After a while, a handshake it's mainly、uh, a very professional way of meeting someone and introducing yourself. Otherwise, as a bees, it's a little bit more informal and it's really extremely used. Uh, other ways,、uh, like shaking、uh, by far the hand or pretending to kiss someone、uh, in the air, it's very used, and it's mainly ways of entering in contact with each other are very much used. That's fascinating because here in China, we almost never do lebeists, even to really close friends. I think the closest way of greeting each other would be hugs, 拥抱拥抱 is like. Really, really close friends would do that, and because it might maybe even stereotypical understanding about the French people, the French culture is that you guys have a lot of enthusiasm. You're very warm and very romantic. So I am going to humiliate myself a little bit by asking: Do you greet each other by kiss on the lips? <laughs> 
that's something that actually uh, close, close friends uh, do. But you have to be really close to someone. Even in, if uh, it's not a romantic way, you're just friends, but a very good friend would uh, can greet each other by kissing on the lips. Ooh, fascinating. Well, here in China, another gesture is used or in a way to greet each other. That is, for example, if we are eating in the restaurant, everyone's sitting next to the table talking to each other, and someone who is with a relatively higher social status, for example, if they're senior, or if they're the boss of everyone in the room, or if they are uh, the guest honor of this dinner meeting, people would stand up to show that Uh, welcome or greet each other or greet them in a way. Do French people do that? I've never seen this happening. It's something that I would be a little, uh, not shocked, but it would be very strange for me to uh, stand up. We usually do it, but not very much in class when a professor comes. But it's something not really used right now. Mm, That's also quite cool. Very interesting. And another thing is, in China, if we see each other or if we try to get each other's attention from afar, for example, if you are meeting someone or welcoming or picking someone up from the airport or from a train station and um, you're trying to get their attention or you're trying to say hi, greeting each other again, you would wave your hands from afar. So we say, hui shou. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even we'll say hui shou zhi yi. So hui carries the meaning of wave and the shou is hand. Zhi yi is like sending a gesture, sending a signal. So hui shou zhi yi. Hui shou zhi yi. Yes. So do French people do that? Do they wave hands to each other that often? Yes, we do that. If we are not able to, uh, the person is not able to see, we can't actually get closer to have an actual physical contact. We just wave both ends also sometimes, <laughs> the whole body, trying to get their attention. I do that a lot when I, it's, uh, uh, can you see me? Oh, that is lovely. And like I said, warm welcome, showing your enthusiasm. That is lovely. And last but not least, in China, when we greet each other, of course, we would have to address each other. And we'll often say things like 你好 or 您好. And if it's a man, we would say 先生. If it's a woman, we would say 女士 in very, very formal occasions. Um, How do French people address different people? Well, this is very similar to Chinese, actually, and not to English. But we have a very formal way of meeting uh, normally for elder people, older people than us. We should address them by uh, monsieur or uh, madame and their family name. And if they tell you, you, you can call me by my first name or you can address me not in a formal way, then you can start um, not using their monsieur or madame or their family name, but you can call them by their given name. But they need to give you authorization first. And if it's not granted, then you should uh, stick to the... Uh, last name uh, basis and it's something very very used actually in in France for for example even neighbors but if they're older than you there's a form of respect that you have to keep that's quite interesting actually here in China I think after the initial stage of greeting each other and knowing each other if it's not a business environment or if it's not that formal we no longer have to address each other with the 先生 and 小姐 anymore I think that's different from 
the French way of doing things. <laughs> and also, if it is in a work environment, sometimes we can address each other with titles. And if it is in a relatively、mm-hmm. casual settings, sometimes we would even address each other using 老师 I know 老师 is only teacher. It sounds like just a profession, but here in China, addressing someone as, for example, their surname plus 老师张老师王老师 it's kind of a respectful way of addressing each other. That's quite often. Oh, I didn't know about this. It's really interesting, and I would have used it only as a teacher way. But this is very interesting. I need to note it down. Yeah, now it's a respectful way, and also in the age of internet, in the era of virtual world dominating a lot of people's lives,、uh, actually on the internet there are other ways of addressing、mm-hmm. each other. Even complete strangers can call each other babies. I'm not really sure if I like that, but dearie,、um, my love,、um, babies. People say that quite often. So, 亲爱的宝宝亲 are quite often used. I was wondering, is this the case on the French internet? Ah,、uh, in the French internet, yes, but on, also in person. I don't know a lot about the French internet, but I know that、uh, complete strangers. Can greet each other by calling、uh, mon amour, mon trésor, ma chérie, and other cute names, even without knowing each other, which is kind of weird. Hello, <laughs> Jean. And I wanted to ask you at the end because right now I feel like I'm wasting so much of my time. At the end of a social gathering or even、uh, going out with friends, how do you say goodbye to everyone? Because I need to kiss on the cheeks everyone, and if we're twenty. I need to check every twenty、uh, persons where I'm with, <laughs> and I think like I'm sometimes I feel like I'm really wasting a lot of time just to say goodbye. And that's very warm goodbyes. Actually, here in China, we would of course excuse ourselves by saying, "Ah, sorry, I had this, 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 and that, and I need to go first." And but you guys continue enjoying everything, so we would say, 不好意思，我有事儿要先走。大家继续玩的尽兴 ，or 玩的开心。And then you say, 大家再见。That works. So you just say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody, and wave your hands to everybody, and that is it. So very efficient way, I guess. <laughs> this is so efficient. <laughs> I need to do it as well. Oh, this is so fascinating. I think the comparison of similarities and differences in both cultures, especially from a first-person perspective, is quite so fun. Hopefully, in the future, we can do more episodes comparing the similarities and differences between French culture and Chinese culture. And that brings us to the end of today's takeaway Chinese. I'm Niu Honglin with Georgia. For more episodes of the show, you can visit our website at radio.cgtn.com and go to the column podcast. You can also listen to the show and read the script there. Find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Just search for Takeaway Chinese. Don't forget to leave your questions, comments, and ratings. 感谢收听，再见。Thank you very much. 再见。